Welcome to your Sound Behavior Podcast, the place where you learn about the why you do what you do. What if you could score just 60 words and end up with a greater insight about yourself for a more successful life? What then if just for the fun of it, you could go on the air in a safe, friendly environment to be introduced to what makes you tick? Welcome to Sound Behavior. It's all about you. Now here's Don. Hi, this is Don Crosby. I want to thank you again for joining us on Sound Behavior. And I've got a new buddy on the phone. I, I actually, Brian, I should say an, an old buddy because we actually met a few years ago, right? We've, yeah, we've crossed a few bridges in the past. <laughs> so, yeah. and uh, But I appreciate you coming on today and having the opportunity for us to reconnect. And uh, Brian is actually, now where, where, are you, where, am I, where are you calling from, Brian? Where are you located? I'm actually in Knoxville, Tennessee. That's a lovely place. Nice, yeah, nice barbecue and nice barbecue and good music. We can, yeah, we can definitely uh, entertain with the best of them. And of course, when college football season rolls around, we've got even more to talk about. So yeah, it's just a great place. So. Just a beautiful area. And so you and I first met, and uh, and I have to ask for forgiveness because when I did that team session with the group uh, a couple years ago now, I forgot that you were in that small room that we had about 25 people crammed into that is correct but that's um, correct so uh what were your thoughts when you did your first pro scan back on, i think it was in was it in 16 i believe i believe that's correct might have been 17 um but we're you know we're in that that range maybe 2016 you know my thoughts were um probably like a lot of folks that have done this type of thing i, I had a strong hr background specifically in recruiting and mm. uh, human capital talent acquisition mm-hmm. so i had been through a lot of these i've worked with a lot of other vendors and other profile type of programs so my initial thought was um you know okay great here's another one and, <laughs> and, you know and, i love it yeah you know and i yeah, you know, I hate to admit the cynicism that was bleeding out of my, my internal thoughts, uh-huh. although I was smiling on the outside saying, uh-huh. oh, wow, this looks very interesting. I, I really didn't think that. Uh-huh. Um, but I also, uh, but I also, I do like these types of things. I just had seen so many of them and uh-huh. had had so many of them done. Uh-huh. Um, this, uh, to just another iteration of just something else. Yeah. You know, Brian, that's beautifully stated because uh, I, when I, I don't do any networking anymore, I'm, I'm too busy. But when I used to, I'd go someplace and I'd meet with someone or meet them uh, at a restaurant or so forth. And they'd ask me what I did and I told them and they were, they were very, um, very kind and professionally uh, uh, correct and everything until they learned what I did. And then the, I could visually watch their eyes lift up from their eyelids into the back of their their skull because they go you can just hear and see what they're thinking you know here is another one oh my god where's the door you know and um so it's it's quite I'm, i'm quite common with that but i believe in the law of differences not everything is alike you know hamburgers and hot dogs and pizza and cell phones and computers there's all these different things that are different so but uh, naturally, we have a tendency to to lump everything up to to one uh, one category. But I do appreciate your time. I know that you're a busy executive and you're traveling and you're all over the place. And so I'll try to contain this to uh, you know five hours uh, for you, for yeah. you and I. Yeah. That'd be great. Turn the lights off when you leave. <laughs> exactly. And uh, so we haven't gone over your latest scan, have we? We have not. 
And uh, but you you've read it, I assume. Knowing your profile, you probably went through it pretty well. But I don't know how much time you have, so I have to. I can't assume that. I just have to ask. Did you have time to read through it? Oh yeah, yeah. I've gone through it a couple of times, and um, you know, some of it just reconfirming um, what we what we knew, mm-hmm. what I knew, mm-hmm. uh, and then also going back and looking at the original one that I did um, three or four years ago, just to see what the, the differences were. Um, but yes, I have read through it, and um, you know, had a couple of couple of thoughts on it and everything. It's fun to fun to see how. Um, I mean, really good, really accurate. So mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah, the uh, the last scan that you took, Brian, was in uh, July of uh, sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. So uh, um, a few years ago, and what's interesting is that um, now I, I want to focus on a couple areas for you to help you get some direction. Uh, one, of the, one of the most difficult uh, traits of, of the five or six that we have with the PDP ProScan is really understanding the patient's trait because patient people typically are quiet, they're thought-provoking, very, very creative, but uh, they can be unassuming because they're always thinking and processing and putting things in perspective. And uh, in both, both scans, that's your highest trait. So I, w- I always share with people, Brian, that this is the greatest gifting. That patience trait is a great gifting trait. Have you, what types of things do you like uh, as far as creatively? Do you write? Do you play music? What, what is your, what is your uh, outlet? Yeah, yeah. So I am a musician. Oh, you are? Okay. Um, I, I am a musician and um, a vocalist as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a very good writer from a a songwriting perspective, but all more of an interpreter, but mm-hmm. uh, do enjoy writing. Mm-hmm. I, um, I, 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 when my reading and things like that, I, I typically keep a journal of what I'm reading, especially if it's something that really resonates with me. Yes. Um, so I can always go back to it. Um, and then even in physical activity, um, you know, things that, uh, Christina age probably has a little bit to do with this, but I, I'm not as into the fast-paced sports uh, as I was when I was much, much younger. Mm-hmm. But uh, boating, fishing, sailing, love to sail. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd rather be on a sailboat as, as probably about anything. But mm-hmm. uh, and then most recently I've gotten involved in some long-distance hiking. Wonderful. Uh, just this past Easter weekend hiked uh, to uh, Mount Leconte, uh, Leconte Lodge. And, oh, beautiful. Uh, what a beautiful yeah, it was uh, six inches of snow, which I wasn't expecting for Easter. But uh, so yeah, well, so I didn't see. I didn't know. You know, we've had uh, a number of conversations relating to business, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, in doing some things together, you know, our two companies. But we, I haven't had any dialogue with you on your likes or, or any of these types of things. So here's a thought for you: in the area of music, that's just one area that you're able to really express yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're playing music or piano or the instrument of choice or even singing a, 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 a tune to yourself or to your, one of your children, it's that expression. And so having that high patience in your behavior is, is that creative expression that when you have the, the music, it's, it's a nice outlet for you. Yeah. Isn't it interesting? Yeah, it is. It yeah. Is. And so a lot of people... Uh, it's the first time they've thought of, of, of that opportunity to really, I mean, what if you didn't have 
I've, I've met with a lot of people and they've got, they're very patient, but they don't have that gift of expression in music or, or the arts, you know. And so they have to find something else, maybe in sports or whatever. So the next trait is the area of conformity, the structure, the detail. And in 16, it was below the line. So you were outside the box, trying to be more structured, more detailed. Uh, here now in 19, uh, you've succeeded. You've, you've gone up to being uh, your second trait, which enables you to be uh, you know, more more cautious, but also more structured in the area of systems and, and putting things in perspective. And does that work pretty well for you? I mean, you're in operation, so I would think it's it's a pretty important trait to have. Yeah, I, I think for me, um, processes are my, my safety outlet, mm -hmm. my safety valve. So when people, per se, don't necessarily carry out whatever uh, the objective is then my default is that we have a process in place yes that will carry on yes um, you know and then the other side of that is that the process is not uh, as foolproof as, as I feel like it should be sure I, I lean on I lean on people to help close that gap and yep. maybe sometimes even lean myself a little harder to, to identify any loopholes. Yeah, that's great. So here's a nugget for you, Brian. So that the need for process actually comes from the patient's trait. That ability to think and put things in perspective. I mean, if think about this. If you get out of sync, you know, inside you, you have a, it's almost like a, a pendulum. And when that pendulum is, is just in, almost uh, musically inclined, just it's flowing. You know what I'm saying? You know, when you're working on a project or something and it's just, it's just tick-tock, everything is just coming together, that's the area of patience. And the content of that process is the structure and the detail that comes from that conformity. So well, I, in 16, you were trying to be more. You, you've, you've attained it. Now you're trying to be less. <laughs> Well, I, I jokingly say, and you, you may not want to include this on your broadcast, but I, <laughs> I jokingly say uh, I could never be a serial killer because I, I, I'm so methodical in my life. I'd, I'd be caught, I mean, within minutes. So, uh -huh. <laughs> you know, I'm just, I, but again, I, I live what I believe in, in processes and even mm -hmm. in my personal life. Yeah. You can, I see patterns of, of how I structure things uh -huh. and, and teaching my son. You know, processes will will be there. So when I'm not there or someone else is not there, if they know what the process is, then everything continues to flow. Right. Well, that's that's brilliant, and I'll tell you why. Our entire uh, life is birthed by processes, from the time we take our first breath till the time we take our last. Everything in between is a process. Paying our taxes, working, sleeping, everything is everything we do is a process. Now, can you imagine, I know of a lot of people that have very little to any patience. Now, it's not by, it's not by choice. It's by, you know, their um, generational um, uh, lottery. You know, it's just that they, they were born with it. And so, uh, you know, the, the, good, the good news here is you've got a lot of patience for maybe two or three people. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so um, the dominance trait is, is an interesting trait. Um, and 
it's, it's fascinating when I'm in a team session and there's a lot of dominance in the room, it's almost like the roosters in the hen house, you know, they, their feathers get puffed up and, and there's a lot of pride that, um, you know, people like to be dominant, um, because they, they feel that the dominant is the only trait that can lead. They feel that the dominant is the one that's going to be the most competitive. They feel that the dominant is going to be the one most successful because of all these things that they believe. But that's not necessarily true. Uh, it's it's a misunderstood. High dominant people can be more like a, a, a sprinter rather than a long distance runner. And uh, yes, they are competitive. They are make it happen kind of people. Uh, but yours is below the line. Low is not bad. It just simply means that when you're around, you know, dominant situations, uh, you'll handle it through your structure and your ability to calm things down. Um, you know, that's your gifting is calming 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 a, a, a situation by uh, facilitation or it could be by simply your presence does that make sense it does yeah so how do, how do you feel about um, I know because when I was a, a, a kid when I was younger and um, much younger <laughs> um, I would think of dominance and I wouldn't be as competitive uh, but there was other things that made me competitive, you know, the, um, sure. so, um, I think, so my, my initial response on this, Don, is I think that the role that I am in at the time is mm -hmm. what could drive this particular trait. Yes. Um, and, and just because, and I, when I look at the other quadrants on, on the, um, spreadsheet here, I see myself in other things, but I also don't see myself in those particular quadrants in this particular role that I'm in now. Mm -hmm. So the, the role that I'm in now as vice president of operations mm -hmm. is meant to be an extremely supportive yes. uh, role to where we collaborate with multiple partners and we make sure that the client's best interests are at the top, regardless of what um, we think about it. Um, in other words, we, we are high on the conformity scale to where we need to make sure that what our, our sales team has promised. The client mm -hmm. asks for a promise, the salesperson makes a promise, and I get to keep that promise. Mm -hmm. So, But I have, I have other moments in my life when I have been more authoritative and more um, venturous and had to be extremely analytical and go after things a little more aggressively mm -hmm. just because of the role at that moment in time. Exactly. Um, and I have, was told that by uh, someone who does this type of, of program. He had done two different profiles on me, and I had been in two different roles, and, and they could not have been more opposite. Mm -hmm. And when I got the results back from the second one, I said, what happened? And, and when we talked through, that's the one thing. So, you know, so in looking at that, although at first, you know, everyone, again, like you said, wants to feel like, all right, I have a take charge kind of, you know, I can get it done for you kind of thing. But if everybody's taking charge, who's who's following up? Who's doing the other? So <laughs> it's going through the cracks, up. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So again, there comes my, you know, there comes my patience mm -hmm. trait to where, okay, I don't have to be the first person in the room or the loudest person or whatever else. I just want to make sure that as a team we win. So. Yep. So here, yeah, you see, so you pretty much nailed it. Um, you know, if, if uh, your company did a model for your position, uh, a behavioral model, uh, it would probably identify that, you know, you don't need to be dominant because just what you described, you know, you're dealing in, in, in your fit 
in what you do, dominance is unnecessary. However, dealing in the entrepreneurial environment with people around you that are dominant, that's where it spikes for you to have to have more dominance at times. So it's just that you know, need to know, you know, when you need to move it, you just move it occasionally rather than to think that you always have to be dominant. And so that's where the different roles has a, a, a huge, huge play. And that's why the PDP does such a, a brilliant job at measuring the behavior of who someone is, is because uh, the, the depth of and the accuracy of, of the stress and the energy, energy drain components. So the extroversion trait, one of the things that I've seen with extra, with the description of this trait is... Um, is how people describe a low extrovert uh, as being someone who is an introvert. Have you ever heard that? Oh, yes. Yeah, we've heard all our lives, haven't we? And uh, my counselor in high school told uh, my parents, well, whatever you do with Don, put him in a, uh, a career that's going to be um, r less requirement for the area of being socially outgoing. Now, now, you being 15, 16 years old, hearing that, what do you think? Yes, it, uh, it sounds like uh, you should just be locked away in a room somewhere. That does. It, it's, <laughs> it, well, it makes, you, it makes you think, you know, does that mean I'm not good with people? Does that mean that people don't like me? What does this mean when talking about and working in the environment of human, human nature and, and being out and about? And so I've ran into so many people that have had some type of damage to where because they were identified as an introvert. Now, uh, you know, the, the introvert simply doesn't need to be out with people. That's all it is. Uh, they can, and the lower the extroversion, the less they want to be out. Uh, and then, of course, the higher, the more they need to be out. And uh, but it's it's fascinating how our educational system and society has placed labels and, and given us different um, uh, different descriptors to where it it makes people feel a flawed or less important. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, you you definitely don't want my soapbox on modern education. Um, speaking, you know, from the perspective of someone with three degrees, but. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree. Uh, just because someone doesn't look and smell and walk and act and talk and you know whatever the mold is doesn't mean they're any less valuable. Right. Um, yeah. I, 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 it is a constant battle, and after I became a parent, I really be, it, mm -hmm. that really became prevalent mm -hmm. to me mm -hmm. how important it is to instill in my child his self worth is not based on what other people title. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we could we could have we could have a podcast for hours on, on this subject. I've had a lot of experience uh, with our tool in education, and uh, we uh, we just don't have the time. But uh, yep. you know, but the 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 challenge that we have in our society is that we don't understand differences, uh, and I'm talking of behaviors. Um, when we we don't understand someone's behavior, we we can we can. We label it, and we can we can identify it as a flaw, but it's more of just a misunderstanding. Many, many, many good people are out there that just because of what they're under, they they're not communicating properly, and pe and they and they're misunderstood. 
Uh, you're you're really you're an intuitive kind of guy, which is pretty cool. Meaning that even though you're a patient, structured, show me kind of guy, um, you know you know when you know that you know when something is good or bad. Uh, you've got that discernment. And uh, it's not that you're going to be telling the world that it's not the right thing to do, but you go, no, you know, this is not going to work. And at the proper time, I'll I'll do my I'll do my due diligence, and and then I'll let them know. But you know, you 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 know pretty quickly, Brian, if something will or won't work. Does that does that make sense? It does. Um, not. Um, it's a little. It it, it is a. I have the best way to say this. It, it's one of those things that you. Some days I, I feel like a million dollars, and some days I don't. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and, I, and I know that's not what you're referring to here. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I liked how your your program explained that I, my my personality is that I build on experiences, mm-hmm. and so that's how I how I seem to arrive to more of a more intuitive type. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, you you consciously and or subconsciously recall past experiences of success or failure or something that did or didn't work. And it has this uh, interaction with your your um, your decision making style of intuition that generates just a, a confirmation of what you should or shouldn't do. Pretty cool. A lot of energy, man. You got a lot of energy. Love to be busy. That is true. Yep. Now you've got more energy today than you did in sixteen. Did you have uh, wow. were your children? Your children were younger. Uh, you had other things going on. Uh, you remember uh, going back three years? Yeah. Um, you know, I, in in the organization I was with, Dan, I, I just uh, adored and still to this day have many friendships still with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would beautiful, say beautiful thing people. is equal um, where I'm at today. Uh, I'm in a role in the organization that I uh, jokingly but somewhat seriously say I, I sort of hate to see Friday come. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and sometimes I have a hard time sleeping on Sunday because I'm so excited to get up and get back at it on Monday. Isn't so, that wonderful? Um, yeah, so I think that that, that, that probably just um, – uh, organically comes through, or at least that would be my my layman's way of explaining it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, one of the things too um, is that uh, your style of how you accomplish your goals and aspirations is one of your secret weapons. Uh, what that is, it's the area of allegiance, and the descriptor for that is it simply provides you the opportunity to allow people to help you, and you like to get closure. So, uh, like mine is thrust, so I've got to be careful that I don't thrust out and start another project before I get the other three or four finished that I have already started. <laughs> you know, so, uh, yeah, the reason I do what I do is because I'm uh, I'm my, my best uh, subject. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, you got a bunch of stress going on, but I want I want to share with you that, and, and you probably already know this because you're... You're educated and you're very mature and you're you've been around the block more than three times. But um, you know, not when we say stress, stress is not a bad thing. Um, you know, we have what we call self-imposed stress, which is it's a motivator. It gets us up. It gets us going. It uh, it, uh, it it's a challenge. It, it gives us 
the um, uh, ingredient to strive for more. It's almost like an athlete who's training for the Olympics or, or another event where they get up early and they train, 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 and they're, they're physically, mentally, and spiritually exhausted, but they're, they're pleased because of they're working toward that, that, that goal. And so that's kind of what I see with, with your scan. Um, you know, you've got, you got stress in all five traits. Uh, you still have high satisfaction, so you're getting enough what you need. Uh, but it's been a long race, and you're a little tired. Does that make sense? It does. Um, it, I don't feel that I'm stressed, mm -hmm. but um, but you know, I think the the analogy of the athlete that they you know, work, you know, stress is not like you said, it's not all bad. Sometimes there's stress just because of what you're doing, mm -hmm. physical stress, you know, uh, logical stress mm -hmm. of thinking through and trying to decision make and figure out issues things yeah. like that so. and it, it doesn't even have to be you know your personal stress it can be stress of a family member uh, that's going through a health issue or a family member is going through a financial issue or someone that's going through you know a friend that's going through something that you know you're standing with them as they're they're experiencing it so you know we have that opportunity to to really um, uh, walk alongside them and so we we carry part of that stress. Okay. And so that's something that, that can always be a part of it. And once again, it's trying is just trying to be a lot of things to a lot of people. That's all. And uh, not a bad thing. It's just identification of of where we are where we are and what it is that we need to do to um, you know at the end of the day be the best of the best, right? Very good. Yeah, in your report too. Uh, I mean, what you see is what you get. People see, uh, they see you pretty closely. Uh, I would say the movement that you're making is uh, working for you. Uh, and the reason I say that is you've continued to keep the same pattern, only you've narrowed the intensity. What I mean by that is that before you were more more laid back. Uh, now they, they see your patient, but that you'll get closure quicker than maybe you would have a year ago. Okay. Hmm. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah, you, you have a very, you're, the, the outward self of how people perceive you to be is congenial, with a lot of energy, and a multitasking uh, gifting ability. Okay. Does that make sense, you think? Yep, I, I think that's good. I hope. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, I don't see anything negative there. <laughs> but um, so the, the, you know, the idea with understanding where we are, and, and uh, you know, what's cool is that you have the have had the opportunity to have one prior to this, so you kind of have that before and after picture. But uh, any questions or comments? No, I don't think so. Uh, it's, it's always, for, at least for me, this is always really neat to hear someone explain what it is that I'm seeing and, mm -hmm. and uh, become a little more surgical mm -hmm. in the uh, analysis nice. and mm -hmm. the explanation of it, uh, mm -hmm. given that I, I'm reading what I, the, the words I see on the paper, but uh, it takes on a different context when someone who does this day in and day out mm -hmm. kind of helps 
get behind the words. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I look at, I look at the skin, I can practically feel your heartbeat. It's kind of, uh, kind of eerie. Um, but boy, I just see, uh, I, I, I love to see uh, the creation and connect the dots of all the brilliance of different behaviors and the highs and the lows of how they all uh, interconnect with one another. But um, boy, 30 minutes goes by quick, doesn't it? Sure does. Yeah, sure does. It, it just it just screams by, but uh, I want to thank you, Brian, for you know uh, agreeing to do this. I know that I had to twist your arm for several weeks. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> and uh, but no, it is it's just great to have our conversation as always. Uh, and if you're listening to this podcast uh, and you'd like to be a guest, uh, go to soundbehavior.com. Uh, click yes, coming on uh, the podcast. You get your scan, uh, the audio. If you'd like to have your spouse join you or a significant other, uh, please do so, and uh, just have a great time. Also, we have our services on the DonCrosby.net of a lot helping people with, uh, you know, understanding teenagers. And boy, Brian, I mean, uh, how many parents understand their teenagers? Uh, none that I know. <laughs> Yeah, I've seen including I've, yours truly, so. Yeah, I've seen I've seen kids that have dropped out of university, Brian, um after this conversation uh, um go back. Wow. Yeah, I've seen wow. just some amazing I've seen marriages healed in 2 hours. Uh simply because of uh, people understanding the why we do what we do. But yeah. uh Brian, why don't you hang on, and we'll close, and then uh, a couple things I want to chat with you about, and uh, and we'll we'll rock and roll for later. So I want to thank you again for joining us on Sound Behavior, and uh, again to be on the show, go to SoundBehavior.com. Thank you very much. Bye now. You've been listening to Don Crosby and your Sound Behavior podcast. If you'd like to be a special guest, get a copy of Don's book, or simply share Sound Behavior with your friends and family, go to soundbehavior.com. That's soundbehavior.com.